Let's go, Dano. Dano. We should probably do three more Welcome claps. to episode 17 with Brittany Saucier. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. So, yeah, we're going to be bridging the gap with Brittany. You run WorkSphere multiple locations, actually. Yes. We just happen to be in the Tacoma location at the moment. Mm-hmm. We have four locations right now. Four? Yes. When, I didn't know that. When did four happen? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Uh, I thought you had two. Four. So we have this one. We have Ballard. And then we have Bellevue. And then we're opening another one in Bellevue. And that is set Holy. to open in March. Why are you leaving us for King County? <sighs> so often. It's just where we have a relationship with a landlord. So it's kind of how it works. So to give you a background of who Brittany is to us, yes, a year ago when Brian and I became brokers and we were looking for, well, we thought we were going to work from home. That lasted yeah, that about lasted, a week. Yeah, maybe. And we said we needed to find something. So we drove around Tacoma. We looked for all these shared workspaces. And I think you were the third one we, third or fourth one we looked at. Yeah. And yeah, no no offense to uh, the Wells Fargo building, but. That you suck. Yeah. The vibe in there stunk. We looked at the Pioneer Collective. That was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But it was in a basement. Yeah. And then what, we came in here. What was the one over here by the coffee shop? I can't remember what it was called. The Pioneer Collective. Oh, that was the Pioneer Collective? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we knew that when we met you, we were home. Yep. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We walked in here. We're like, oh my God, this place is this amazing. Is dope. <laughs> yeah. There was a vibe in here. There was energy. Uh, there's light. And it was just like, yeah. Right now we're like, we're Pinterest. I was like, are you kidding me? This is it. That's amazing. I yeah. love to hear that. Um, I mean, I think there's some great spaces in town. They all kind of have their own flavor, their own price point. It just depends on what your business is, what you're looking for. Um, yeah, but there's definitely great options in Tacoma. So you've grown since we came here. Yeah. Like when we came here, the third floor was there. You owned it, but it wasn't really... I don't think you had any occupants in it yet yeah. a year ago. No, we we didn't. No, we... Yeah, we've been up there, I guess, about a year now. So, yeah, we did the Tacoma expansion, and then we've done, I think we had Ballard when you guys were here. You did. Yeah. And then, yeah, the two in Bellevue. So, how many total offices do you have available in this location? Oh, available? So, like, we have almost 50 offices in this building. Okay, that's cool. I think I cool. just have six right now that are available. Six, six open? Yeah. But 50 spots to, mm-hmm. to rent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we're pretty full. Brian and I love being here. Like, the vibe here is so cool. You're always amazing to work with. <laughs> yes. Thank you. 100%. Um, again, when, when we met you, it, it was really – we knew we were home. We knew that we were going to be here. Um, I don't think we'll ever leave here, to no. be honest with you. I hope not. We'll never leave either. We're going to be here a long time. So. Yeah. The cool thing for us about this place and um, is, is, is really – being able to grow, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're full, we know that um, there will be spots available because because mm-hmm. their turnover does happen every once in a while. I mean, yeah, and and we can grow into other spaces, and not only that, you have shared workspace. You don't even have to rent an office. Tell us about that. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we start with a virtual office plan. So, if really you just need a place to get mail and maybe hold a couple of meetings a month. 75 bucks a month. 
That is so affordable. Yeah, it's really affordable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if you want to like come in and work every day and just sit in the open spaces, grab a desk, sit on the couch, whatever, one ninety nine a month. And that's 24-7 access. You can also use this as a business mailing address. Um, you get access to the conference room. So it's we like our whole thing is like if you want to start a business, we want to be a resource that is reasonable for you to have like a professional place to work. Yeah. Before when Ryan and I were talking about leaving, I was looking at this class A office space. It wasn't I mean, it was hardly much bigger than the than the space we're in now. But it was a triple net lease. I wanted $21 a square foot for the year. It was going to pencil out, you know, all in with all of the expenses. It was going to be like 2500 a month. And I was just like, there's just no way. Like, And you're signing some crazy long, probably yeah. a minimum of two years. Yeah. yeah. That's that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's probably not even, oh, it was triple net. But yeah. I mean, yeah, here you get, you don't have to worry about paying the internet bill. You don't no. have to worry about the trash or the electricity. Like we take care of all of that. So. It's amazing. The printer's here. You can print stuff. Mm -hmm. The podcast booth is here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can sign up with Dano and Michael. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> start your own podcast show like we've done. Yes. The Triple D Dynamic Dinzio Duo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like guys, diners, drive-ins, and dives sort of thing. Yeah. So, Brittany, you've told us a little bit about WorksFair. Who are you? Tell us about Brittany. Who am I? Yeah. Well, it all started on a spring day in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I grew up in San Diego. Um, I've lived in Washington since 2015. Um, so, you're not, you're relatively speaking, you're newer to this area within like the last 10 years. Within the last 10 years, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, my family moved up here. My stepdad is Navy, so my family came up here a while ago, and my mom was always kind of like, move up here, move up here. And you know she works in the building, so now yeah. I hang out with her all the time. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I'm in her office when I'm in my office. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she was like, come up here, check it out. And I kind of had done all I wanted to do in San Diego. I grew up there. I lived there until I was 30, so... So yeah, came up to Washington and worked a few different jobs and just kind of started to get my foot into commercial real estate. Um, I worked for some other co-working spaces in town and then the owner of this building approached me and asked me if I would be interested in starting my own company. And that's I was awesome. like, well, that's a dream come true. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so he basically was, my, he's my investor um, and he's like, you know, I'll, I'll give you what you need. I'll provide all the, all the money. You tell me what you need to get these spaces open and get them profitable. And he has like 18 buildings between Kirkland and Port Orchard. So I just work with really? him and we fill space. Yeah. Oh, so the spaces that you have up north are also are buildings that he owns. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when's Gig Harbor coming? He doesn't own anything in Gig Harbor. Not yet. Let's go. No, that's us. But he... <laughs> Well, yeah, I would totally hope. Can we be you here? Guys. Can you we partner with you on Gig Harbor that stuff in the future? That would be so awesome. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but I have considered like finding space over there and just signing like a commercial lease under our company because I think Gig Harbor would be amazing. I think it's needed there. I it totally, totally is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's some like dingy dark, dingy dark executive office suites, and I've looked at those. They just aren't very good. No. Mm. Yeah. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> We want good vibes. We good vibes, good vibes only. only. Yeah. <laughs> so you have gone from 
like working in the shared workspace to now running your own business in the shared workspace. Yes. You're also investing in real estate too, right? Yes, I own a home in Arizona. Wow, so, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Do you yeah. Airbnb it? No, I have like a permanent tenant there, so. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So since we, a lot of what our podcast is about is home ownership, do you have any advice for people wanting to jump into real estate? <sighs> trying but, to think like when I went through the process, things that surprised me or that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Honestly, like people need guys like you. I, I had a really great mortgage broker and she literally held my hand through the entire process because I was scared. I was like, I've never done this before. This is so much money. And she would call me a few times a week and be like, okay, this is where we're at. This is what I need from you. And she just made me feel really secure and comfortable. So communication is really important. Oh my gosh. It's so huge for, especially a first time home buyer. Right. Um, so just having a really communicative mortgage broker, I think made the process a lot easier. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, communication. We've get that from you too. So like when Ryan and I were checking out space, you, your communication was top notch. And that was also part of the decision-making process for us. Yeah. Like just the lack of follow-up from other people. We're like, eh, didn't get a good feeling about that. Right. Because if they're not following up with you and you're not even a paying member yet, like, but, I mean, that's the best you're going to get, you're you know, out. is right out the gate. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell on that note, tell everybody how they can find you if they're looking for space. Our website is worksphere.space and you can request a tour on there. Um, we also have an Instagram. It's at worksphere coworking. You can message me on there. I've been on it. <laughs> I, I have not. It's a little, uh, <laughs> needs a little love, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is like the the vibe in here that's all all this design work in here is you yeah yeah we did not hire a designer we just kind of shopped and you know perused pinterest and picked things that we liked um and when i say we um dexter the owner of the building his daughter jennifer is kind of like my partner as well she helps facilitate the spaces so her and i really we've done all the spaces we've never hired it's amazing it out, so yeah it yeah. just like we were talking about just the vibe in here, like that's so important, like being able to come into work every day and feel the good energy where you're at. I think a lot of it has to do with how you've set up the space and how you guys have put a lot of thought behind the design in the space. I agree. And also, I just think like I try and have a relationship with everyone that moves in here. And I think that's a big difference. Mm -hmm. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Because like. If people come in and they're like, I don't like that Britney chick, then they're not going to vibe here, you know? Right. But if they come in and we have like a really great conversation mm -hmm. and they feel inspired and I, you know, I offer any kind of help I can offer, like, I just feel like that sets the tone for just a good working environment, you know? Yep. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So if, look, Ryan and I want to get advice from you. So... As we grow and build, we eventually want to acquire space in Gig Harbor. So mm -hmm. what kind of things should we be looking out for when we're going to be trying to find a space in Gig Harbor? Um, I would just like put yourself in the shoes of the people who are going to be working there. Like us right now. Exactly. Okay. Like, and think about, you know, if you have open seating members, if you, if you want to do like a dedicated desk situation, just the layout of the space is really important. Mm -hmm. Or even considering, like, is there room in this space to build more offices? Because that's what we've done here. 
Yeah, this whole row of offices is all new, right? This whole mezzanine was totally empty when we got the building. Oh, really? So we did this whole build out. We added 23 units um, in July of 22. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this was really a project that came from COVID. Yes. In a way, the, kind of the ne necessity of needing a shared workspace environment. And we walked in soon after. Yeah. 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 Well, when we fr we started, we opened our doors in September of 2020 and like starting a business with a shared space during COVID, <laughs> we were like, what did we get ourselves into? And quickly, re like our private offices sold out immediately. They did. Yeah. So I was like, well, if this is going to be a viable business, like we have to have more offices and people love these small spaces. You know, it's perfect. But we for don't need person. any more than this. Yeah. What COVID taught us is we don't need any more than this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. There's so much. You can do everything via Zoom. You can do everything um, remotely. And you and I share this, what, eight by 12 foot space. And it's absolutely more than enough room. Mm -hmm. And we could bring more people on, um, you know, with the shared workspace down there. And even they could plug into our computers up here mm -hmm. and just rock like you don't need more people yeah. you know it's replacing what we're going to build will replace what we came from like a 3000 3500 square foot office we don't need more than our 8 by yeah, 12 with a, with a 20000 dollar month lease or whatever it yeah. was yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy so what what do you see the future of uh office space do you see it do you see kind of people i've read in the media there's been a lot of talk of wanting to go back to filling these commercial spaces and having workers come into work or do you see more of this thing trending for forward i think when you see those lines like in the news or whatever you have to consider who is who's gaining with going back to work full time i think a lot of company owners are in these long-term leases and they have to justify the money that they're paying every month for these huge campuses or twenty thousand dollar a month office space and i just think like that's probably not gonna continue it's not sustainable it's is not it? sustainable it's not needed um i think we're understanding that there's a great balance needed between like flexibility and work from home but also the ability to come in and connect with people um i, well, I, I think hybrid. absolutely that's yeah that's huge for us like connecting with each other and connecting with all the people around here has been absolutely amazing mm -hmm. i i love even coming in alone having the extra people around is is awesome yeah. And it's even better that they're not working for us or with us. Yeah. Having the different businesses is really cool. It kind of takes that like office politics out of the office because you're not like, yeah. you know, hanging out with HR in the kitchen or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's it's people who just work in the building that you can be friends with. Yeah. 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 I love the fact that there's it's low pressure there. And I also feel a sense of camaraderie with all the other tenants in here because we're all grinding and hustling to try to build something and I feel like we're in it together even though the, we're not working like in this within the same company I feel like we're working together to build something it's just it's, it's super so unique. true and like even though this is my business and I run it like I feel like that too like I'm totally like in the trenches with you guys like trying to build something you know trying to make it happen every day so yeah yeah it's cool we love coming over to your office and borrow your drill, <laughs> yeah. putting holes From in your walls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brittany, do you have tape? Hey, Brittany, do you got a wrench? Hey, Brittany, do you got a drill? I'm like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like pounding away on the walls. Oh, my gosh. The blackboard set up. Our, the, the tenants on the other side are like, what is going on over there? Oh, don't worry. We're 
just putting more holes in the walls and Soil hanging boards. Yeah. No yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So what are, as far as our uh, space goes, so the third floor, um, Ryan and I will be able to plug into that for like social events and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's hard to kind of convey to our viewers and our listeners, but the third floor, like we just have like a mezzanine area with like totally open concept between the first and second floor. So it feels very open. Mm-hmm. And the third floor has this amazing space where we can have like uh, social mixers up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's different vibes up there. There's more light from the windows. It's kind of like a softer color palette. There's like bigger couches. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound is muted. The sound is muted because it has, there's a drop ceiling. Okay. So it's definitely like almost like quieter and calmer up there. And it's this is kind of like the busy space down here. The cool thing is, is when we came a year ago, this place is actually better now than it was then. Well, that's from, great to hear. From, <laughs> from, the, from the standpoint of like, that third floor is actually really cool. You have how many TVs up there? Uh, there's three TVs up three there. Three TVs. Yeah. There's cornhole. Giant, there's cornhole, cornhole. There's giant couch in the middle. Yeah. Like it's a great place to go up and just relax and be able to kind of kick back if you need that. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to have, uh, I mean, honestly, how many... You could have a party up there of oh. a couple hundred people, probably. Probably, yeah. It's, yeah. it's giant. It's that big. It's big. Yeah. yeah. I was. I always thought if there was ever a zombie attack, work sphere would be a great place to be in. <laughs> We're just all going to be chilling out. out. I, I've yeah. never thought that, but yeah. now I will. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this would be a great place to be in a zombie attack. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. where do you see yourself ideally? Like, if you if you look five years into the future in this business this for This is a really good question, Brittany, by the way. Yeah. Where do you see yourself? Great question. So I think this is something that a lot of small business owners struggle with, where like you're so caught up in the day-to-day of running the business. You're working in your business. You're not working on your business. So I'm Mm. like Mm. paying invoices, answering customer questions, like responding to maintenance stuff, you know. Oh, my lock is broken. The day-to-day minutiae. Exactly. The data didn't minutia. And I really would like to remove myself from that and be able to focus on the direction of the, like the bigger picture direction of the business, like more locations, hiring, training, really like honing in on our brand and um, just cultivating more of like a culture of the company. So I would like to have a kind of a higher level position but you got to work in the trenches before you yeah can get out so do you, do you guys have any ambitions for taking this brand to a national level or um, into major major metropolitan markets elsewhere in other states Cause, potentially because yeah. we do and we'd really love for you to be in all of your buildings <laughs> so honestly san diego's next for you and then maybe austin texas who knows <laughs> sky's I, the limit it makes me ner- i'm a control freak so i would like i want to be in the spaces and seeing them all the time and i think i would i mean i guess you just have to hire good people and trust them but yeah i don't know if i'd want to go national we'll see never say never maybe regionally how about regionally absolutely okay yeah we can do that yeah we can do that yeah yeah so ryan and i you know as we've been talking worksphere has actually been in the forefront of a lot of our planning believe it or not so we're taking what we're building we're keeping our overhead costs pretty low relatively speaking to other people that are in our industry mm-hmm. and we're be able to reinvest that money that we're not having to spend on the overhead back into the business for lead generation and cultivating more um, loan officers coming on board with us. And so we're like, oh my gosh, if we can run lean and mean here and build a $10 million a month branch here, Mm -hmm. 
we should be able to do this and duplicate and replicate this in all these other markets we want to get into. Mm-hmm. We're like, this is the model to do it. Worksphere. 100%. Like, people are working remotely. We can have a licensed location, yep. have minimal cost, and just get up and run with it. Uh, it's just smart business. Yeah. And it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So what other type of clientele... Um, Give me like an idea of the types of businesses that are in here. Is it just pretty much a a wide array or is it like kind of a more narrow focus of the types of businesses? It's definitely a wide array. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we have you guys. We have a lot of like business consultants. I would say if there's a theme, it would be like a business consultant. Um, We have like the guy who repairs cell phones. Mm -hmm. We have a lady that does permanent makeup. We have um, a few nonprofits in here. Um, who else is in here? Eyebrows Misty over does, there. Yeah, eyebrows, eyebrows over there. Because. Misty does event planning. Tasman has a barber shop. Like you know, it's kind of all over the map. And I wanted it to be that way because I know there's a lot of people, even especially in like the personal services industry, they have a hard time finding space. Mm-hmm. So if we can make it work here, then I'm all about it. You know what else I love about that is the level of diversity that this promotes. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so, what makes this place cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the unspoken things in my mind that's made this place really special is the cultural diversity and the background diversity of everybody here. Mm-hmm. It's like amazing. It's pretty wide. Yeah. yeah. And that's like it, kudos to you guys for promoting that. Well, thank you. Everybody's yeah. professional, but everybody seems to have fun. Like it's a fun professional place. Yes. Yep. And obviously we gradu- gr- uh, gravitate towards that. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. And this is one of the things Ryan and I talk about why we, so we, yeah, we're in sales and it can like really wear us down sometimes, but mm-hmm. to come in here and to be able to be energized every day, it really helps us be better for our clients. So I think that's another thing that I've noticed about being in a shared workspace is that level of energy it helps us with in our own business. And then we're able to reciprocate that energy back out. So it becomes like this really great environment with all that. That's really great feedback. That's exactly the kind of culture I wanted in the building. Um, I didn't want it to be super sterile, tight, buttoned up, kind of like the Wells Fargo building. <laughs> that place feels like a doctor's office, right? Yes, it's more. It's worse than that. It's, <laughs> Ryan and I were like, we're like kind of cringing. I'm like, what the? Well, not kind of. We were absolutely cringing. It, it is <laughs> like, yeah, just in the just waiting. Getting in, just getting in the elevator to go up was bad enough. When you get to the floors in which they were showing us, it's it was next level like st- stuffy nose in the air mm-hmm. nobody's friendly mm-hmm. and then we come here and we're like woohoo let's go yeah <laughs> get work done yeah be able to be able to talk people and chill like work That's doesn't have to suck i think that should be our slogan <laughs> yeah yeah, that's I mean, a great slogan. <laughs> Work doesn't have to suck. Yeah. And the other thing you spoke to, and this is something Ryan and I have touched on frequently in our shows, is culture. Yeah. Like, you have created an amazing office culture here, and you can't – it's hard to replicate or duplicate that anywhere. Like, it takes – like, everybody in that office environment has to be part of producing that culture. So that's what's an also amazing about this place is yeah. the culture. I always say culture comes from the top, and – you are the top of this place yep. and because you don't really have, you don't have control over who you're interviewing and who you're bringing in and you're not really interviewing them for a culture spot. But like you said, if they don't like you, they're probably not going to come here. Yes. If they do like you, which most people, I can't imagine anybody that doesn't like oh, you, you. <laughs> um, they're going to come here and, and it's just going to work. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, I think there are some people who might want space that is, I don't know if intimidating is the right word, but more polished maybe. And that's kind of just not the vibes here. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, or more, I noticed that uh, the Pioneer Collective, I think is what it's called. I felt like there was more like software type people there that could just kind of put their heads down and program and go s- slam a Red Bull, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of got that vibe there. Yeah. Definitely. But this is more of a, let's go. Yeah, it's more collaborative. It's there's more energy. 